0: Hi, I'm Jason, and this is another episode of Rewind and Review. As always, I'm joined by yet another guy who is hairier than me, Rob.
1: Hello, except on the top of my head, of
0: course. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, not on the not on the top there. Nice and clean. <laughs> Welcome to Rewind and Review, the retrospective podcast where we have a look at an existing property from the past, delve into its legacy, discuss how it has held up over time and even give our own personal experiences. Did we watch it as a kid or sometime later in our lives?
1: Yes. Now, this episode of Rewind and Review, we'll look at a film that celebrates its 35th anniversary this year in this year of 2020. Uh, We find ourselves talking about Michael J. Fox again uh, in this coming of age romantic fantasy comedy film uh, so take a nice look in the mirror grab your basketball and for god's sake stop watching that mtv show as we rewind of course to the year 1985 swinging 60s here
0: i come baby yeah go back to then
1: when? now 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 oh ah that's how it always starts
0: there's definitely a very slim chance we'll survive
1: Rocky was taking on Ivan Drago the Brat Pack was spending their Saturday in detention PB was going on his big adventure and Michael J Fox was trying to get back to the future what else was Michael J Fox doing well he was busy turning into a werewolf in Rod Daniels Teen Wolf Yes, directed by
0: Rod Daniel and written by Jeff Loeb and Matthew Wiseman, Teen Wolf follows high school student Scott Howard, played by Michael J. Fox, whose ordinary life is changed when he
1: discovers that he is a werewolf. Scott learns from his father, Harold, played by James Hampton, that being a werewolf runs in the family and he decides to take advantage of his freakish trait. With newfound strength and agility, Scott quickly becomes the hero of his school's basketball team while winning over longtime crush Pamela Wells, who's played by Laurie Griffin.
0: As he grows more popular, Scott worries he's being celebrated as a novelty rather than for who he is. Now, Rob, tell me, um, Mm, what movies we're adding to the list of (laughs) you've watched this for the first time? First time viewers.
1: I have to admit that this is indeed a first time viewing for me. I, I, I was aware of this. I think I may have watched maybe two episodes of the TV series. The new TV about. series? The new one, yeah. Yes, right. Um, so, uh, but no, I hadn't actually seen it. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. In fact, there was plenty of things that I thought were going to happen in this movie when I was watching it that didn't actually end up happening. But no, I, I hadn't seen this movie before. Like it was, I was a freshie. I was a freshie. Well, do you know what? So, for yeah. once, for
0: once, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge you for that. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you give you Grant for it because yeah, me too. This is the first viewing of Teen Wolf for me. I guess like yourself, you know, I, I knew about this. I obviously know about the yeah. you know the, the modern show. Um, I knew there was an animated series, all that kind of stuff. Right. I knew there was a sequel. I didn't know the details of the sequel, but um, you know, I knew there was <laughs> at least one sequel. And I'd seen yep. bits and pieces. I'd seen, you know, this is sort of like, I guess, somewhat of an 80s icon, something that in yeah. popular culture, it, it does come up. Um, the Teen Wolf, you know, the I know about the basketball scene. I know about or at least what I thought was a basketball scene. Maybe my wires were crossed with some other stuff Mm. because there were things that didn't happen that I thought was going (laughs) to happen, which might be the same as yourself. But yeah, so this was the first
1: Teen Wolf viewing for me. Yeah. Um, So this would actually be the first movie, I believe, that we've uh, reviewed where neither of us had seen it until very, very recently. So do you know what? This is like a brand new movie. This is like a new movie that was released
0: today for us and we're just checking out. (laughs) except it certainly was not released today no Um, it it was released in 1985, of course and um, it it has left a a little bit of a legacy uh, (laughs) from it Um, with a budget of (laughs) 1.2 million um, it brought in a box office return of 80 million so it debuted at number two in its opening weekend can you guess which movie it came number two behind
1: I can indeed because it's written here right in front of me. Well that's just uh, cheating behind, right? but back <laughs> to the future which is also um, as everyone's aware is another michael j fox vehicle I guess um yeah, that's it. and I have to I have to admit that also I've read in the the some production notes that part of the um the popularity of this movie was carried forward uh, carried through because of the popularity of Back to the Future.
0: I do believe that um, so- this movie yeah. was made or like the, it was in production before Back to the Future. Yeah. So, and obviously for some reason, whatever the reason may be, obviously their release yeah. date happened yeah. sort of a little bit around
1: the same time or just after which is bonkers, but oh, so be it. Certainly uh, it's a good move from a, a business point of view. You know, you've got a, a rising star who's showcasing at the same time. Of course, you're probably going to get a little bit more traction on a different property, so... It's received mixed reviews. Michael Jade Fox was praised, but Rotten Tomatoes holds it at a 47%, um, which is based on 32 reviews, uh, averaging at 5.1 out of 10. Metacritic rated it at 25 out of 100 um, from based on five reviews. So generally unfavorable reviews there. Um, from the critics' point of view, there's some are saying that it's stale and formulaic. It's like it is certainly, it would have been interesting at the time to see to be you know to be around and a consumer at this time watching something like back to the future come out and at the same time this other movie completely different uh, you know same actor different different movies different qualities it would have been yeah quite interesting to be part of that conversation but it's yeah weird. critics seem to not not enjoy it on on terms of addressing like i guess
0: like yeah, is this stale is this formulaic because obviously we're watching this in in retrospect we're we're viewing this sort of backwards 25 yeah. or 35 years later, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. Like I can see a formula in this movie that I can see in movies later that came out later on. So I'm obviously discounting those and, and being like, well, we can't, you know, refer to those because if anything, they're they're still in this formula. But I'm assuming yeah. there are movies like this before this where it's sort yeah. of like awkward teen gets powers or gets abilities. Now he's a hot shot. Things are going well from him for him. He needs to learn some sort of a lesson. I mean, that's well, an know, age we, old tale.
1: The, the coming of age thing, I can see it. I can see what they're saying, although I can't really point to too many examples. But I mean, there's that coming of age, but also um, that romantic interest sw- switch as well. You yeah. Know, that, I think that's a, that's a pretty common trope. Oh, the, the girl was, was the
0: girl there the whole time. You couldn't see her. Yeah, Been chasing yeah. the wrong girl. Oh, yeah, it's all it's all there. But then you but, get stereotypes as well in this movie, also which just fall into those,
1: those yeah. um, into those roles, which just add to yeah. I guess the um, predictability and yeah. formula of it all. But it still managed to have a franchise. So in 1986, there was a Teen Wolf TV series. It's an animated series adaption that aired for two seasons from 86 to 87. Townsend Coleman voiced Scott Howard. Great. Um, James Hampton <laughs> reprised his role um, as Harold Howard. Um, and it followed the basic premise, although Scott attempted to keep his werewolf identity secret from the general public, um, which I have to admit, by the way, in this, this movie, I thought that was going to happen. I was very surprised when it came out immediately. And yeah, oh, it was a different, like, different direction that I thought it was going to take. Yeah. It, like it didn't um,
0: try and do the secret the identity kind of thing. I couldn't help it. He was in the middle of a basketball game, wasn't he? I mean, <laughs> it's it, like, what did he do? <laughs> I, I'm. I don't know. I mean, there's that, but then oh, I think I was more dumbfounded with the fact that everyone just went with it. They're just like, this yeah. is not I, weird I that. <laughs> or makes. It, except, I mean, there's like the odd character, like his mate, who is sort of like, I don't like this. This is. But I'm like, is, well, was he more afraid yeah. of him, or was he more like, I don't like the fact that I've lost my friend to you know, to the, the yeah. populace, to the world. So it's, yeah. it was it was yeah. it was weird. Um, that show also introduced a younger sister as well. Yes, so the cartoon. Yeah. So. That was probably just to widen their audience with the with the mm. children, you know. Let's put a I guess so a female character in there as well, like a yes for the younger girls. Um, mm. There was actually a sequel to this movie, Teen Wolf Two, spelt T um, this mm-hmm. came out in 1987, so they didn't waste too much time. However, it starred Jason Bateman as Todd Howard. So this is Scott's cousin. So it doesn't feature in this yes. movie, but obviously somewhat of a spin-off. spinoff. Um, only James yeah. Hampton and Mark Holton returned from the original film. Um, and this one received much more negative reviews. It grossed yeah. $7.9 on a $3 million budget.
1: I get, I get the feeling James Hampton's a little bit like um, Eugene Levy with the American Pie franchise. <laughs> <laughs> he's, kind of, he's like because one of because team, he's a, <laughs> just give me yeah I'll work
0: it's fine he, I'll pop but up. But
1: he plays that role though, like so in, in this in um, Team Wolf Two. I haven't seen it, but I know that uh, from the research, he uh, Jason Bateman actually is Jason Bateman's debut, I believe. Just so you know. Um, but he comes to James Hampton for advice, you know, that sage advice from the person who's lived there and all of that kind of thing so it fits that that role it would appear that the third film was planned to set to star Alyssa Milano but it was never filmed and I would say that, you know, maybe they didn't think that it was financially viable to push forward with it. Yeah, Um, I think
0: Team Wolf 2 was just not good enough (laughs) didn't, (laughs) didn't bring in the dollars, Like, well at least with this first movie, at least it made bank so, yeah, yeah no good but that brings us to 2011 where we got a i guess a somewhat of an inspired by reboot tv series for the modern teenage audience yes. now this uh, teen wolf show was developed by jeff davis for mtv it's basically a reimagined well it's this movie or this premise reimagined as a, as a supernatural teen drama with elements of action and horror Tyler Posey portrayed uh, the title character, whose name was changed to Scott McCall. Surprisingly, to hopefully you as well, this uh, lasted six <laughs> seasons from 2011
1: to 2017. I have Different. to admit, I've seen I've seen some of it. I've seen um, the first season. I think maybe the first five episodes. Yeah, and then after that, I think, I think it wasn't really for us. It so was well, we definitely kind of definitely a teen
0: show. Yeah, and like I said, those horror elements sort of focused more on the fact, you know, like the challenges of boy turning into a werewolf and how does that affect yeah. you in high school and life and, you know, yeah. and scary stuff because so, yeah. it's, a, it's a, you know, he turns into a monster where this
1: movie is obviously more comical when addressing that factor. Yeah. So I think we, we started watching that at the same time we were watching um, Vampire Diaries, which is another one of those supernatural teen dramas. But they, are, they do have a bit of gore and stuff in them. So they're, they're sure. a little bit more mature than... than but, um, but I can confirm that Teen Wolf, the TV series, is very much towards younger audiences. Now, um, interesting, Dylan O'Brien. So Dylan O'Brien, who's from Maze Runner, I think, and a few other movies, he is a supporting role. He plays the role of Styles. In Teen Wolf TV series, so they did hold some elements of the original uh, storytelling. Um, yeah. Some, like you said, similar, similar named lead, but Styles is also the best friend. But like you said, it's a little bit more of a grittier, gorier, scarier. It's definitely not a, com- a comedy um, or a coming-of-age <laughs> romantic comedy. It's so. just interesting though, like when you you take a prim- a property, or a
0: premise or something, and then just reintroduce it as something although the same but just so different it would be similar to people watching sabrina the teenage witch and then you know like mm. that, that sitcom that you know talking cat all of that yeah. and then watching the chilling adventures um of sabrina it's like same premise mm. based on the same sort of material obviously sabrina did have like that background with like actual comic books mm. that did go in that darker sort of direction but it'd yeah. be the same thing to a general audience like like, to us, it's like, this isn't Teen Wolf. This is <laughs> crazy. Whichever direction you're going in, people watching the new yeah. show and then look going back at this movie and being like, this isn't
1: that. Or the other way, it's like, yeah, isn't that movie. Have you, just out of curiosity, have you seen any of the new Sabrina? Just out of curiosity. Uh, yeah, I watched, the, I watched the first season. Was it worth it? The chilling adventures of I mean, Sabrina? I mean, think, I think, I think there's called.
0: like three or four seasons out now. Um, I'll say again. I watched the first season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was a big fan of the original TV show, to be honest. Oh no, like but, yeah, because like, no, I, I was a teenager at the time, so it's kind oh, of oh even now the wheelhouse at the time. Yeah. yeah,
0: the wife binged like all seven seasons uh, recently this year. Oh,
1: seven seasons! All wow, seven I didn't seasons. That. Oh,
0: you get through it pretty quick, you know. Twenty-minute episodes, like it's yeah. it's easy, easy consumption. Well, let's talk about let's talk about uh, Scott Howard, our Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox. Yes. Um, at first, I was very much like. What I'm getting from this is Michael J. Fox in 1985, mm. I was getting very Marty McFly yeah, yeah. kind of vibes from him, yeah. mannerisms and stuff, which mm-hmm. I don't want to hold as too much of a, a dig at my uh you know, Michael J. Fox's acting ability, because it's like, you know, <laughs> what range does he have really? But um I, I started to know, notice major differences obviously as the as the movie progressed and you got to know yeah. the character a bit more. Um but what mm-hmm. he's playing here is more you know, he, he already has potential to be a bit of a cool dude, you know, like um, yeah. obviously his basketball abilities, all that kind of stuff, just as a normal person. So he's already got, yeah. he's not a complete useless sort of like nerdy kid or anything like that. But I yeah. guess in the eyes of um, these other jocks and stuff like that, he's, he's a bit of a yeah. loser in his social crowd. Yeah. So, um, tell you what, I don't know,
1: I wonder if basketball was a, um, a conscious decision based on uh, his height, like I wonder if that sport was chosen because Michael J. Fox was in the role because he's a bit of a small dude. Or if he. it's just yeah, or if it's just pure coincidence, a happy coincidence that no, he's you know a tiny guy.
0: I mean, this is all speculation, but I reckon it was just like you know the guys behind this movie were just like we want to we want to make a basketball movie because that's what this is. This is a basketball movie. Ultimately, it's a basketball movie. Yeah, it's a basketball movie, the sport. Does feature it. with a yeah. with a coming of age, you know, thematics to it. There's <laughs> it's all of that and then there's the supernatural yeah. element where you got you know mm. boy turns into 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 a wolf
1: yeah boy <laughs> i mean and so, so michael J. fox himself he actually disliked the film so much that he refused <laughs> to come back for the sequel <laughs> um that in an in interview <laughs> in an interview at the time um while back to the future was in production so like you said this movie was produced, um, developed before, Back to the Future. He uh, basically, in an interview, he said, Steven Spielberg's down the street making great movies and I'm here playing a werewolf. So <laughs> he was not happy with it. Interestingly and retrospectively, Michael J. Fox is the only cast member, really, who actually proceeded to have a successful mainstream career after this. So, Do you know what? The- that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair, yeah. isn't it? I mean...
0: I mean, we can go through the cast list, which we'll, you know, we'll, we'll zip through and, and look at some of these names.
1: Mm.
0: But the only name that I know on this list is, of course, Michael J. Fox. But I mean, and, he had other yeah. things going on at the same time, obviously, like Back to the Future,
1: et cetera. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Yeah, a lot of it sort of yeah. disappeared. I, mean, uh, I looked through some of their credits, and you know, I think they did some minor things. A few of them are still active now. Some of them are into voice acting as well, but yeah, ultimately, yeah, not too much. I'm, um, I'm sure James should, Hampton had
0: a had a bunch of cameos in the in the MTV TV show. Surely, not <laughs> 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 Oh
1: gosh, <laughs> he's all about that
0: Team Wolf life. That's what he is.
1: Right, no, uh, just like Michael Gross or uh, Eugene Levy. Apparently, uh, the test audiences. Is- Laughs so much at um, Hampton when he's in the, the dad werewolf like makeup. When you first see, yeah. When you first see him, the only film, time you see him, I should show. say as well. Yeah, yeah. I laughed um, well. They laughed as well, they laughed as well. They laughed. They laughed for minutes, and basically the producers they conceded that anything for the for few minutes afterwards is pretty much useless because people react so strongly to that moment. They don't. Um, and that's what happened in the test audiences anyway. So they giggled themselves and didn't get any of the serious stuff. So. Um, well, there wasn't. But yeah, so, and, I mean, take that scene where, like, you know, he comes out of the bathroom,
0: and and we will get back to all of that <laughs> when he comes out of the bathroom. You see his dad standing there, and you, you know, you finally work out what's sort of happening. Like, oh, okay, it wasn't yeah. like he was bitten by a werewolf at some point. It was this is something that runs in the family. This happens uh, to This happens to the Howard guys. You know, like the Howard men. This yeah. is all going on. But yeah, that that shot where he just he opens the door. And his dad's standing there, and he's just a fluffy werewolf. It's just like, what is this movie? Yeah. What is going on? Could, could and you, it, yeah, you, you that, think you yeah. think Scott would be like, you know, okay, you have stuff to obviously tell me. Let's tell me everything because I need to know right now. But instead, he's just yeah. like, no, nah, I I'm can't out. deal with this. I can't yeah. deal. Yeah, it's like, I would want to know I,
1: then and there. Yeah, I wrote I wrote down in my notes as I was watching. I was like, geez, this kid's a whinger, because he like. <laughs> Obviously, the biggest issue is the werewolf issue, and you have just discovered that your dad is a werewolf. <laughs> ask him questions, like find out what happens, how yeah. you control it, what's going on there's with it. There's definitely questions
0: to be asked, and there are answers yeah. that are right there. Yeah. No issue. You just, you just, answers, answers <laughs> there's no, I need to hunt for these answers. They're right there. <laughs> like, ask yeah. your dad, what does he know?
1: I mean, when he starts showing himself up in um, the town, it sounds like his dad doesn't actually, he's not even aware that there's a teen wolf running around the town until he sees him riding on the top of the van. Yeah, it's like, that was a thing. He's like, like, oh, he'll... Scott told everyone about his werewolves, like, you know, whole deal. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, there was not even a moment of, oops, that was probably a mistake, son. Um, probably don't do that. Or well, I, mean, even... he, I mean, I guess he assumed that he would, um, you know, keep it to
0: himself, seeing as though like he had that, you know, Real strong, un- Uncle Ben, hearty conversation with him, and my god, truly,
1: Uncle Ben. <laughs> he
0: says when they're at the when they're having breakfast, and he's just like, "I know." With I great know. power, they he does tweak it a bit. I can't remember what yeah, it was. So it was like, does. "With great power, yeah. also comes greater
1: responsibility," or something Abilities, like that. Yeah,
0: That's And right. I was just like, "Can uh, I do that? Is that
1: like kind of thing?" Actually, I read the uh, the writer. Who was it? Um, Jeff Loeb. Uh, we we. we yeah, that's right. That did contribute to Marvel comic books at, at around about the time and earlier in the he's career. A, yeah, he's got so, a big uh, comic book name. So yeah, so I guess he, I guess he's just put a little bit of a flavour in there somehow in, in the in the dialogue. Oh, that's so. funny.
0: I do. The, you know the um. Have you seen the Amazing Spider-Man movies? The Andrew Garfield one. Garfield. Yes, I have. Yes. yes. You know the first one where there's that basketball scene. Mm. I mean, people yeah. would always describe that mm. scene in that movie as like oh spider-man goes Teen wolf and it's like you know the parallels are back mm. and forth obviously
1: yeah absolutely yeah well there, there you go i actually i hadn't that wasn't in my mind until you just said it but now it's like oh that actually is a little bit more obvious than perhaps yeah. the whole this um, whole movie is is Teen wolf's uh scott's little
0: origin story if he was to be you know a superhero of some sort it, it's that whole typical you know you've yeah. got you've got these powers and yeah there is a responsibility mm. to obviously not
1: use them for your own benefit and the, yeah the moral it's so interesting it's so interesting that the uh, the world just seems to accept werewolves <laughs> it's so strange yeah but, that's
0: the yeah. in this movie that's the hardest thing to get around to like like okay yeah. I, I buy that there's a werewolf but I don't buy that everyone else is very cool with it <laughs> like,
1: yeah
0: and he's in celebrating. fact they
1: celebrate him within within 30 seconds but alright let's talk about some of these other characters uh, what else we got Oh, yeah, I was saying before, Booth. So she was actually based on one of the writer's um, high school girlfriends. It was like, literally her name. <laughs> so that's interesting. I'm glad that there's a there's an origin to the name or there's a reason behind it because <laughs> I was like, why? Yeah. Why is this character named Lisa <laughs> nicknamed Boof? What's the deal? Booth. And it's apparently somebody's real name. It's played by Susan Ursiti, um, I think it is. Now, when Susan slaps Michael uh, J. Fox... Do so you remember that scene where she slaps him because he's scratching her? Yep, she did too hard. Um, and Rod Daniel had to actually explain what a stage slap was to her because she <laughs> gave him gave him a proper one. That's a nice little bit. She was good. Now something something that I actually thought would happen with this movie, not knowing anything about it, was I actually thought she was going to be a wolf herself. There and were because, there were weird hints and stuff, weren't there? Yeah, There's bits yeah. of dialogue. So I kind I, of- yeah, and when she meets up with the dad and is playing yeah. basketball with the dad, I thought she was maybe talking to him and he was like, Okay, well here, I'll let me give you a bit well, of information was, and then he
0: was just giving her obviously like a Eugene Levy pep talk of clearly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I it was. But then later when you've got that
0: you know, that other guy, the you know, that jock guy, I can't remember and yeah. he you know, he's like my, my, stick with your kind, like her and it's like, What does he know? What does he know?
1: Yeah. I don't um, know. And that's yeah, so I honestly expected the reveal to be that she's a werewolf as well. And so they're mm. meant to be together or something, but no, no, she's just a normal person who's forgives him for not forgives him, but accepts his werewolfness. I found, so. I found like their relationship kind of interesting. Cause I mean,
0: on first of all, I mean the basic premise is that obviously they're mm. very close friends. She's very clearly into him, but he's yeah. oblivious to it. Cause for some reason, which I'm I don't understand. I'm like, she's right there. Mm. You just want to shake him. He's obviously trying yeah. to chase that other girl not knowing, you know, the Mm. the whole thing, but she's bad for you. You know, generic stuff like that. There's that. But then as it continues, obviously there's the werewolf element and she's like, she's still into him despite the fact that, you know, he's a werewolf. Like she's fine with that. She's very much happy with that. But she also doesn't, she doesn't like develop any sort of judgment towards him for acting the way he's acting with his newfound ability and uh, immense body hair. She's, mm. she's very much like that's fine like i he, like she tells him i prefer you as you like the human mm. scott um and not as team wolf however yeah. when you are team wolf i'm still very much cool with you and celebrating you. so there wasn't that generic sort of like i just assumed she would start getting pissed off at him and be like you just don't get it you know
1: like you don't understand mm. but nah she was all for it but Either way, well, she's locked him this... as both. <laughs> I, I agree, and that's why I thought maybe there, there'll be a final reveal that she is aware of herself because she's so accepting, and it's like because she's identifying perhaps, but she seems to have got herself under control. I wonder I if there thought... was a
0: story element that was cut,
1: or if they were saving something for the, the original one sequel. Yeah. Like, yeah, because in um, in uh, Team Wolf Two, so you've got. His cousin's a werewolf, has a werewolf trait, but then the uh, I think it's a teacher or a love interest to somebody. I don't think it's a love interest, but it's a teacher who is also a werewolf, and it's revealed like at the end that she's a werewolf. Right. So, yeah, I thought. It may, but spoilers maybe for that, that maybe may as well. Then I guess. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody watched it, or will, or will watch it. But anyway, <laughs> I mean,
0: I still I'm sure haven't I haven't watched it, but terms, I might have so. done. But you know, thanks. I'll try and forget <laughs> that.
1: I'll try and forget. Okay, um, let's talk about okay. My favorite character of all time in this movie, anyway, even more than Michael J. Fox, to be honest. If I'm being real, it's um Jerry Levine who plays <laughs> Rupert Styles Stilinski. Styles, he's just fun. Everything he does is fun. Oh, he's a like, jokey. He's okay. a go-getter. He's an entrepreneur. He's uh he he he's... does drop the old. He's he's definitely homophobic.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a yeah, there's a it's, few but, things.
1: Yeah, it does, but I mean, so they uh, they do drop the old the old fag bomb twice i think fagball fag bomb. But do you know what yeah <laughs> that's what i've heard it as but um int- interestingly f- from my view i actually got so much there's so much camp in the way his portrayal i thought he was going to be closeted gay and he drops the when they're at the party he drops the thing about a line about it's hard coming out of the closet when the two people are in the closet yeah um and then and i'm like so is that going to be a reveal is there going to be a re- that he's actually maybe
0: that's made. maybe that's just something you know you're, you're meant to get those, you're meant to form that assumption yourself, and maybe you don't need yeah. that reveal.
1: Maybe I actually like. thought there was actually genuine, genuine chemistry between um, so him and then their mate, uh, Lu- Lewis, yeah, the guy who's just along who doesn't actually like, end up by end up liking the whole wolf thing, but they've got like a little bit of a cheeky thing going on, and I was like, so is that going to be the reveal? Is that how we're going to? like are they both closeted and is that going to be a a part of the coming of age thing again no they're not that that contemporary potentially potentially there was something
0: like that maybe and then maybe this like you know the writers might have had something bigger in in mind to be like Mm. let's actually incorporate larger things and i'll I'll say issues because at the time potentially you know uh storylines like that and then let's just go all out coming of age and all that kind of stuff. but And then maybe
1: something was scrapped along the line, but they still kept certain elements to. Maybe it was 35 years ago. So let's <laughs> give it real on that. So Jerry Levine or Levine uh, said that dec- even decades later, he's still known all over the world for playing styles. So uh, <laughs> there's one time a film recognized, a film fan recognized him um at the Western Wall in Jerusalem. <laughs> so he's like, he's, he, he travels around and people recognise him. Now you would have noticed he wears obnoxious shirts throughout the whole movie <laughs> and there's different ones. So a couple of them, I've written down a couple here. He, he wears a yellow one that says, life sucks until you die or and then you die. Uh, he wears a blue one that says, obnoxious, uh, colon the movie <laughs> uh, and he wears one a black one that says what are you looking at dick nose which is one, <laughs> one of my favourite ones and then he's also got all of the Teen Wolf merch um, I've also got a note here I mean can go anywhere but if we're talking characters they're very much in the same vein as um, Grease with their casting and what I mean by that is none of the actors are teenagers none of them oh, I don't think mate. except Lewis I mean- um, so I, I got here Scott so Michael J Fox is 23 Yeah, Styles was twenty seven. Yeah. Chubby was twenty six. And Mick, who's the uh that the bad boy guy, he's twenty seven. They're all in there like mid to late They're in the twenties.
0: And I mean and that
1: you know that is a thing that that was done
0: and i think it's 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 probably still it's still done now um, some you know a lot, a lot of things are getting better tv shows seems to be casting more age appropriate people but it does happen but i saw yeah. when I'm, this movie starts you know after that first basketball game and you see you see uh, mark holton as chubby and i'm like mate that guy is like 40 he yeah. looks 35 40 for sure yeah. It's funny because he's only in his mid twenties, but yeah. yeah, I did. We did actually look him up, and it was like, you know, he's only like three or four years older than Michael J. Fox. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but, still, but then you got someone like Lewis, and it's like, he looks, he yeah. looks pretty young. But it's funny, you know. Yeah. There's that whole plot bit with uh, when they go on and like trying to buy, a, you know, the keg of the keg of beer, and it's like, yeah. what they need to do, they just need to send Chubby in. He, that yeah. guy ain't getting carded.
1: He's yeah, <laughs> walking there with five. He'll walk out with five kegs, I reckon. Chubby's going to get yeah. it. Done. It's, it's funny, that little scene, like they go to all that effort of um, getting that keg and then they get to the party and then there's a seven kegs to sitting there kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, poor boys. Should oh, we, well. let's, let's talk about that, um, that party anyway, because I feel
0: like there's a lot happening in that. Um, yeah. And there yeah. is a lot. And it might lead yeah. us into conversation about some some other things. I mean, first of all, <laughs>
1: what was this? Was this, like, some sort of, like, sex ring? Like, <laughs> Well, that's what that's what I wrote down here. I wrote it in my notes. It's like, like I know, I
0: know they're
1: hypersexual games. And I was like, our games nights are pretty tame compared to this. No, like, I mean, we do not party
0: like that. I remember back in the day, like, as a teen, teenager, I know teenage, teens like to, you know, get into some, like, risky activities mm. you know just muck around and obviously trying yeah. to be a bit promiscuous all that kind of stuff but i was like this yeah is full i'm like you know you you've we all know the classic mm. you know like yeah seven minutes in heaven or whatever it is like in the closet yeah there's this i don't know it was like well there's like the, the cream and rolling around on the floor in their underwear and then
1: so that that to me is that's college parties not high school yeah parties. that like, seems so like, wild. like frat, frat parties where you get that promiscuity like the, the most that i remember as a kid Spin the bottle when you're like in high school was as, as risque as it really got. Yeah. It was only, yeah, it's only when you get to the you know of age when you're 18, 19 yeah. when it
0: started to get a little bit or you start you start playing some intense games of like truth or dare or something like that. But yeah. other than that, I mean, yeah. like you'd get you'd get drunk and like hook up with people or whatever if you know yeah. with some people,
1: <laughs> but not but not shaving cream, not shaving cream, um, whipped cream wrestling and like the, was the and, whipped yeah, cream would. The, would, the,
0: would the whipped cream would come out if you got, if you were passed out and you know, your mate put <laughs> whipped cream on you. That's, that's as much whipped cream action as I was getting as a teenager going to
1: parties. <laughs> not, not whipped cream wrestling that are tied together, <laughs> almost hold tight together or um, jelly down a person's top, and he's somebody has got uh, Yeah. So they hypersexualize, and I maybe it's a normal thing in America. Maybe our American listeners will hear it and go, "No, guys, that's that's just normal." Or well, maybe this, this is nice. what the,
0: the writers thought teenagers were like, like just wild and out of control. But you know what? The, the <laughs> female characters—I want to put it—the female characters seemed willing and interested, and and that's mm. something that I kind of noted from this is that, um, especially our two main female leads, um, Booth yeah. and Pamela Wells, of course, played by Laurie yeah. Griffin. Both of them are, are go-getters in terms of yeah. you know, the guys that they're after or whoever they may mm-hmm. be, whether it's Scott or, or not. They're the one... Like, Scott at no point is doing anything except for trying to... All he's trying to mm-hmm. do is, is get closer to, to Pamela by joining the school play and quitting yeah. basketball. But he's not mm-hmm. harassing her. He's not you know trying to woo her in any other way except for getting closer to her. Whereas these yeah. girls are... Very actively going out of their way mm. to make something happen, whether it be getting yeah. naked and jumping on on Scott's bones in the in the change room, or <laughs> you know, like, or what just just flat out asking Scott or demanding Scott take her to the um, take her to the <laughs> dance. Like, I mean, girls again are getting it done. I just thought that was interesting. Just
1: get get into it, ladies. I reckon get into um, it. <laughs> although I do have that one little hold up of um, Pamela's where. She sleeps with with um, Scott and then they're walking home and, and she he, she's like, no, no, but I do have my boyfriend. It's like, I just didn't understand yeah. <laughs> that. My brain, just... the shot lingers on Michael
0: J. Fox's face for about 10 or 15 seconds. At least it felt that long. Yeah. And I was like, he looks so stunned and confused. And I was just like, <laughs> mate, I'm as confused as you. I don't get that. Like, I just don't get it. I mean, obviously her character is just meant to be a bit of a... Oh, she's just, just promiscuous, isn't just she? Just no good. Just no good. Yeah. Like, but then, Yeah. Because yeah. at first I was like, why is that other guy so aggressive and, like, possessive and, and jealous? It's like, look, she's made her choice. She obviously wants to hang out with, with him, like, just get over right. it. But it's like, nah, she... She's he's sharing a relationship with him. He said that she's my girl. And I'm like, well, clearly she's not. But I guess clearly <laughs> she is. So I'm like, I, yes. don't, I don't know. <laughs> What is going on uh, in this movie? Yeah, it, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. We don't even understand also, these fictional female characters, let alone real yes,
1: oh, that's all nuts. That's, absolutely. Shall we? Shall we move on to something else? You know, we uh, we always like to talk about special effects. Is that something we're ready to have a chat about? Let's, well,
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, in a movie about a boy turning into a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about how that looks and how it all unfolds. We get hints, so, hints, and, yeah. and, and 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 all that throughout the first, you know, third, the first half hour of the movie. You know, there's the fingernails, there's the bits of hair everywhere, there's the, uh, the you yeah. know glowing red eyes, all mm. all very simple practical stuff, and you
1: know looks fine for what it is. Would you agree? That's, it's not an eighty-five, or it's, whatever. It's fine, <laughs> it's like, but it's simple. Yeah. But there's not much to it. I wasn't expecting anything else. Although I will say, at this time, this was a so have you seen that there's a werewolf movie that rick baker a special effects guy did and that's he won an academy award for the prosthetics but he also the transformation was really quite visceral Mm. um and it was around about the same time i can't remember specifically and this definitely wasn't that this was this was oh you've got hairy hands you've got claws that don't really (laughs) grow and then cut to you are a hairball so (laughs) you didn't really see too much of the transition so well i mean in the
0: bathroom that that first transformation scene i mean that's something out of a horror movie that was (laughs) purely because of how it Mm -hmm. looked like was that was that michael j fox under prosthetics like at different stages Mm -hmm. or was that just a plastic person Mm -hmm. like a plastic molded thing with like animatronic eyes did we did you find out anything about that um
1: no well i found out what i found was that it generally um, was makeup um, and prosthetics okay so he was so, there the actor was there yeah it, lo- it looks like that and they um, the prosthetics themselves took up to 4 hours to apply um, But then there's also a production I hear about uh, it only took 30 seconds to rip off and James Hampton the dad he hated it and it made but him claustrophobic so you're he, talking he you're talking
0: the face. full the full getup like the beard the yeah hair. yeah okay i meant more the um, just those in the bathroom those like in between mm. shots that are only on for literally like split seconds,
1: I don't know. But he just know. looks yeah, okay. gooey. Didn't find, didn't find he looks
0: gooey. His eyes are like going bonkers. I'm just like, mm. was that an animatronic or something like? There must
1: there must have been an element of it. Although I, I have to admit, I didn't see too much in my in my notes when I was researching. Um, I know that they in the in the overall scheme of the production, all of those transition shots were filmed last. They were one of the last things that they took right, care of. Right, Okay. Um, so it looks like they. Um, they, it, you know? they were shocking. <laughs> so they were terrified. They don't, they don't, they don't, yeah, they don't look that like Flash. Um, I, was, I was stunned. So, <laughs> I was yeah. stunned. Maybe not in the best way either. But, yeah, um, <laughs> it's interesting. Talking about the werewolf stuff, though, um, his, the werewolf double, who's a quite a muscular human being, whoever it is, obviously is substantially taller than Michael J. Fox. And you can see that in the basketball game. It's just a, it's just a weird goof where he's all of a sudden taller than everybody, but then when he's walking around as Michael J. Fox with prosthetics, he's the same height as Michael J. Fox. Sure. So, um, but just during those basketball scenes, like it's a beast of a guy who's playing basketball. Um, one of the things it's not really it's kind of special effects related, but it was, was the car car surfing. So interestingly, that was actually Jerry Levine, so the guy who plays Styles. Was the guy on top of the roof? I mean, um, it looked like him. It looked like him on yeah. there. I thought. I honestly thought because he puts on really big shades of glasses. So I thought they like did that. He put on these really big yellow mm. lenses to hide his face just to make it look a little bit um, like you know just to differentiate. And they just got someone of the same height or something. But no, it's really him. And um, so not a stuntman, but he was. He had a wire that was uh, wrapped around his waist, but that went down his pants um, and hooked onto the, like, either feet. Right, so it's it's really him, and he's attached to the to the roof. And I didn't find specifics on when Michael J. Fox is doing it, but I'm pretty confident it was um, a stuntman. Oh, the, look, the, I
0: guarantee it. I guarantee it, especially when he's doing the handstand. Um, and I reckon you know, it, I reckon the majority of the basketball scenes is probably a stunt double.
1: I actually read the uh, the handstand is 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 a is a um a mannequin. It's not that's not a okay.
0: A well, either <laughs> it's, way,
1: it's dead still. It's whether it's a stunt double
0: so. or a, or a mannequin,
1: definitely not Michael J. Fox. <laughs> that is... um, it, <laughs> interestingly, There's a, there's another go- there's a goof with the car surfing. The one of the one of the cuts as you're watching as you're watching Styles riding the car the van drives forward, and then there's a pilot motorbike that you can see. With its hazards that it's oh. obviously stopping traffic from coming yeah. in, into the shot, and that rides clearly in the shot with hazards blooming. and it's on there for about it's a good three or four seconds that you can <laughs> see it very clearly that they're driving on a real road, but they've got a pilot bike obviously stopping traffic like uh, alongside them. From just pass it off as being ah, oh, it's just a cop or something, you know. <laughs>
0: it's all good. <laughs>
1: So very interesting. But that that's all I really had on um special effects and and all of that kind of stuff.
0: Well that's so that's ideas? all that's really there. I mean um yeah. bes- besides you know like yeah like the the surfing obviously I mean s- some of the basketball scenes required I it's not really special effects but you know like a double to come in and perform and and do bits and pieces. But then once once uh, Michael Jack Fox is in the werewolf outfit I mean that's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah Prosthetics here, and he's just walking around, not much to it. It's just a costume, really. At yeah. the end of the day, it's just a costume. Mm. But yeah, practical. We always say practical is better. Again, going back to that mm. bathroom scene, terrified me. And um, maybe practical <laughs> isn't always better, but I mean, what else did they have at this time? But this is not a good yes. go to practical example to use in that argument. Yep, that- so I'll never sure. bring it up again. <laughs> I'll just but yeah, that's, that's it. What did, you, what did you think about the soundtrack? Now, we've got the score, but we've also got the soundtrack. I
1: thought the soundtrack was fine. Um, so you've got the Beach Boys that play during the, uh, the first, oh, no, I think the, both the uh, car surfing scenes, which is really interesting because um, Styles calls it urban surfing. And the Beach Boys did yeah. not live anywhere near a beach. Like that's they're renowned for singing surf songs while not it's surfing themselves. It's actually quite themselves. clever.
0: It's actually quite clever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I mean, all, all, all in all, like um, I don't I don't have many notes on on the soundtrack themselves. But we don't need. Specific- Recognize a, a couple of songs yeah. there, and yeah, your eighties. It, it worked as a very
0: sort of like an eighties soundtrack. Um, yeah, I, I felt I felt very much like the eighties vibe to it. So that's that's all yeah, fitting yeah, yeah. into it. The score, however, like the opening credits, is probably where you hear it the best, um, and then you know different pockets throughout the movie. But it's it's kind of scary. It's like a horror movie. Uh, yeah,
1: they open it up um, with you know weird and yeah, it feels like you've got a heartbeat or something that's just repeating, like a big bo- basic yeah. boom, boom. Um, and yeah, it does have a bit of a horror connotation. And then you get so the opening as soon as the credits roll, the very first thing you see is a light in the in the Above the, you know, the camera. And it actually looks like a moon. And that's where like that's just, just that imagery as it starts. It's like they're, they're you know they're telling a story of a, a you know a werewolf. You know it's a, a werewolf movie. And then it cuts to uh, Michael J. Fox's head comes over and blocks out the light, which is actually a light on the uh, the basketball court, and it is just a big sweaty mess <laughs> as they're playing you know, and it just turns to comedy. So it had a really weird tone to start with, and then yes. it flipped completely. Like it starts-
0: in in the space of like five minutes, it's a horror, yeah. Yeah. and it's like a, a dramatic drama, or just mm. a drama, <laughs> which they yeah. Are. Yeah. And then and yeah, comedy. Uh, I did find like the blend of um, the genres was a mm. bit all over the place with this. You don't really get that many horror elements in this at all, except for the open credits, oh, like that, that's just it's just scary. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we? What's happening? What's going what's gonna go down? Um, it is yeah. more. I thought there would be more comedy from just my you know, mm. assumptions of what I'd heard and seen kind of yeah. um, of this movie. I thought there would be, and there mm. is, there is quite a bit of like physical humor, like, you know, Michael J. Fox running down the halls when it's all wet and that just keeps going. Yeah, and I was like, I, yeah. I couldn't stop, but, but yeah, I yeah. couldn't help but just
1: I had a chuckle. Laughing, I had but. a chuckle. We, we didn't, we didn't talk to uh, the coach, but um be, he, he had a few funny moments. He's got some good lines. of dialogue. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll give him a bit of a... So it's Coach um, Finstock. It's played by Jay T- uh, T- Tarzis. Tarzis? Something like that. Um, so he, he's got probably some of the best dialogue. But Styles, I think, takes takes it away. And he's got a couple of funny moments just with his... Just the way he behaves as well as some of his dialogue. But yeah, ultimately, yeah. not that many comedy beats, really. Um,
0: the the majority of the movie feels like and don't take too much from what i say here but you know like a john hughes vibe to it i mean that's the whole coming of age thing i'm not saying it's on that standard up there you know but it's it's within that realm it's it's more you know there's there's goofy funny stuff that happens but it's Mm. more of that dramatic stuff which yeah yeah I guess is more in line with the the new MTV show, which I was like, this is nothing like that. What I guess there are yeah. sort of some similarities there, just in tone anyway. Yeah, yeah. But there's still yeah. the goofy, the goofy. You know, Wolf Boy plays basketball. I mean, you can't you can't look yeah. at that and say this is a straight mm-hmm. movie.
1: But <laughs> it really isn't. It really it really isn't. Maybe that's why. Um, possibly. I mean, it was successful, maybe because of Michael J. Fox, but maybe retrospectively looking at the sequel like the tone the tone was all over the shop and maybe that's why it didn't do so well for like the sequel didn't do so well because the formula really was a bit all over the shop so mm. yeah because it does start tonally so different to what you get within the first minute by the way can I just point out that first scene I don't know if you noticed but there is a massive puddle of sweat underneath Michael J Fox when he's standing there like the the when the camera pulls away and you yeah. see that he's standing there ready for the opening jump, like up, is that how is, they sweat
0: hard? Is that just how so, basketball players like you know, getting it done? Is that how they sweat, or was that just the just because he was like a werewolf, you know, like his animal? No, no, because all the other he characters needed to sweet pant too. a exactly, exactly. All right, man. I reckon that that is probably Teen Wolf in a nutshell, bar from our rating, which we'll get to. But before that, um, let's do what yep. we we'll do every time. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Our quiz. Now, I've got 10 yeah. questions here for you, which um, I'll give you 60
1: seconds to answer. Very generous, sir. So I'm very excited to answer these questions because I have only seen this movie once, as have you, and I'm not sure what I'm getting myself into. ready. How many points did Scott's team score
0: in the opening basketball game? Twelve. Incorrect. What's Scott's basketball team called? The Beavers. Correct. What is Scott's jersey number?
1: Thirty-two. Incorrect. Who must? No. Eat oh, the, Forty-two. Must,
0: Forty-two. Too late.
1: Who must eat the jelly? Oh, who must? Um, it's Chubby and the girl. Correct. How long do
0: Scott and Booth have in the closet? Five minutes. Incorrect. Styles wears a shirt oh. that says "What you What are you looking at?" You dick nose. Correct. Coach tells Scott to be wary of what kind of women with the da- uh, dagger tattoo. Correct. What does Styles call his <laughs> van? Uh, the the Wolfmobile. Correct. Who do the Beavers <laughs> face off against in the final?
1: No, I can't remember that one. No, it's not good. And
0: what were the points at the end of the game when Scott had his two
1: penalty shots left? 51 and 52. Oh, well that's the final score. So yeah, 50 and 51. Yeah, oh, something yeah. like that. And there's those. a minute there it is.
0: There it goes. All right, mate. So very right. very 6 out of 10. Um <laughs> the fir- the opening basketball game, Scott's team, uh they scored 17. Right. It was okay. against like 40, 60 something sixty, something—I don't know—something crazy. Yeah. Uh, Scott's jersey yeah. number was forty-two. Forty-two, as you yes. eventually got to. I um, wrote, I wrote that down. Yep. Scott and Booth have two minutes in the closet, as um, as stated <laughs> by what? the the game's host. <laughs>
1: Styles—they <laughs> certainly um, stayed longer than two minutes. But anyway, um, yeah.
0: but that's how long they had. That's how long they had. That's um, how long they had. The Dragons were the other team in the final. Ah, right. Okay. Um, and yeah, fifty to fifty-one, and then. Scott shot his two penalty shots got on both in which
1: I'm guessing can I admit before we do our grading, that scoring at the end I um I was actually uh, had a little bit of a genuine like oh how is this going to play out because they could have gone one or two different ways with it I knew that it would come down to a you know a two, a foul shot because that's yeah. how they opened it so I, I thought like was he was only going to have case.
0: one foul shot and then I was like oh now he's tied
1: yeah um but I thought oh cuz he's you know he's just an average dude and he's not that good at basketball I was like, I mean, obviously the fairy tale ending is he's going to get it in, and that's what you'd expect. But I was also like, oh, they might play it a little bit odd and say, you know, like maybe he'll lose, but it's more about their what they achieved to get to there by playing without the wolf. And stuff.
0: I was but, I was getting that vibe as well. I was like, maybe yeah. they'll maybe they'll lose because the whole the whole thing with the final basketball game there is that he chooses mm. not to be Teen Wolf. He's like, I want yeah. to play this. As me, obviously, they've gotten to the, the final with him being By team. playing with um, the wolf. yeah. But then you have all the other, you know, his team, all, the, all his teammates, they're also interacting and they're getting shots in. And that's like the team's yeah. working together and, and they're just getting it done on their own ability. And I was thinking, if mm. they do lose the game, it's like they still did the right thing but, by not using it. Really well. and, and they, they did really well. And they were doing really, really well. well. They played yeah. a hell of a good game. I reckon maybe that would have been a better way to end it. But then, yeah. but then they won, so I was like, you know, happy ending, whatever.
1: <laughs> all yeah. good, all so, good. Um, but I could so definitely yeah.
0: see it going in that direction.
1: Yeah, so I was actually legit, genuinely not on the edge of my seat, but like, ooh, what are they going to do? This is exciting. What's going to happen? Yeah. Um, all right, well, moving, on, moving from that little comment, I reckon it's, it is time to do our rating and, and wrap up for today. Like, like we said, first time watching it, didn't really have any idea of what to expect. It was okay. Like the chemistry between characters I felt, even though they're not teenagers, they felt genuine. Like I felt like their relationships were solid. Like, you know, they were friends, they were close. I don't really like any of those love arcs, like those, you know, him pursuing Pamela like that just annoys me because you can very really clearly an idiot can clearly see that she's not a good person yeah just love um, boof just do it yeah just be boof uh. like, so I don't like those tropes that's a little bit shitty to me but all in all it's fine um special effects all that stuff it was you know good for the time 35 years have passed so it's not really something that you can look on now and go oh they're really good but they're fine it's fine I I did feel like Maybe it didn't. The state, there was no stakes anywhere really, other than their last few minutes. Like I didn't really. yeah. So some of it frustrated me. It's certainly not a perfect movie, but it's not unwatchable. But I'd, I'd have to say it's got to be only maybe like two and a half out of five at the most really, for me. Not as many comedy beats as I would have liked.
0: Yeah the the rating the rating that I give it will be based basically on the on the tonal imbalance of it. Yeah. Um, like what works with the, I think with the actual teen wolf stuff is when they are leaning into the comedy thing purely because all the other characters, the way that they handle it seems to be in a realm of a comedy film. There's no realism to how they deal with him being a wolf at all. So, But then I think they hold back too much on the comedy that they're not saying like, let's just have a lot of fun with this. So it tinkers in that area of Hey, we're trying to be a real grounded down to earth movie, you know, with all those coming to coming of age kind of elements. So then when you do get the team stuff, it just seems really ridiculous. And it's like, Oh, like, this is almost like really awkward and I just, I'm not buying it. Whereas if they, if they departed that and then just went full comedy with it, It'd be like, okay, Mm. clearly a comedy, we're just having fun, all good. I can just enjoy it. But because we lingered in that area, it 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 was a struggle. And like you said, in that area of the coming of age drama stuff, Mm. it is very typical. You know Mm. which characters are gonna go where and how that how Pamela's gonna unfold. And you know he's gonna love you know booth by the end of this movie. Like it's all he's gonna learn his lesson. Like, there's mm. nothing, there was nothing surprising. I mean, the surprises were things that weren't meant to surprise me. I was surprised. Yeah. By, oh, wow, this movie got really weird or this is wacky or holy crap. Yeah. That looked disturbing. Again, that bathroom scene. <laughs> oh,
1: shit,
0: nightmares. <laughs> or, um, yeah. But, but yeah, at the end of it, it was like, look, I had, it was, it was, it was an experience. Um yeah. and I'm actually coming in at the same with you, two point five out of five. Yeah. So yeah. nothing to run home to. I reckon I'd I'd be happy to check out Teen Wolf 2. Um and purely I love I love Jason Bateman. He's he's pretty solid. So I'd like to see where he's started yeah. and, and see yeah. Yeah. more of this. But yeah, this was I expected was something fine. I just thought this had become something bigger. And mm. you know, there was something to this, but I, I don't, I don't really see yeah. the major appeal. It was yeah. not as not as good as I
1: thought it was going to be. Yeah, and um, that's that's where I see watchable. it. I mean, it, it was fine, but it wasn't. It didn't meet the expectation that I had. I guess,
0: but definitely, uh, but watchable. That's no, that's no reason
1: not to watch it. Yeah.
0: So 2.5s from both of us. All right. Two point five. But mate, uh, so that was our review to nineteen eighty five, Teen Wolf.
1: Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Rewind and Review. As always, we'll remind you that any feedback, either positive or negative, um, or any Rewind requests can be sent to us via email at thatfilmstrippodcasts at
0: gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on either that thatfilmstrippodcasts or Rewind and Review's Facebook pages.
1: Like and follow these pages whilst you're at it. Yes, subscribe and leave us a review on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts um, as it does help others like yourselves find these podcasts.
0: You can find our entire catalogue of episodes on the That Films You website.
1: Check it out, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. Coming soon um, from That Films You, it's a review of Tenet um, because we're lucky enough to have seen it um, living in Western Australia. Um, Sounds Like Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Batwoman um, and our next episode here on Rewind and Review, we're going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of the mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Yeehaw. <laughs> I awesome, Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, that's not even the song i don't know what that was what was what was,
1: what was that i don't know what that was that was anyway, something different
0: anyway yeah i'm i don't know i'm stunned from that um <laughs> thank you for listening this has been another rewind and review see you on our next tri- i'm still i'm still yeah i'm still weirded out by that see you on the next trip. <laughs>
1: Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.
0: I don't know. I need to, I need a guy now. <laughs>
1: it. That's it. You've got it. Yeah. You've got it. That's the was, it. That's what I was humming. No, I was humming you,
0: no you were just like.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe
0: not. That's not. A, <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe not. Anyway, it doesn't matter.